Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! And welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin. And this episode is the PWR Live New Year's Resolution Review. Now, we got to start off from the pre-show where we had two matches. And the first match was a very surprising one for me. It was the debuting Jay Sarah versus Jemmerlin. That's right, the intern of the Naughty Boys finally, finally made her in-ring debut and wrestled and it was her versus fellow female wrestler Jay Sarah they were doing good in the ring I mean at one point I thought Jemmerlin was gonna win after she did that Meteora on Jay Sarah but this Jay Sarah lady is a very tough cookie and she kicked out and speaking of kicking out it was a kick to the face on the distracted Jemmerlin because at the end of the match it was like Jay's hair was either injured or just didn't want to continue while Jemmerlin was a bit distracted by the referee and asking, wait, what's going on? Out of nowhere, there was the kick and she went down for the 1-2-3. So it sucks that Jemmerlin lost, but hey, I can tell you that the debut match of both her and Jay Sarah was nice. Speaking of nice things, we got another pre show match that was very nice it was Capitan PWR and it seems like he's back in form one versus El Guapo Mr. El Guapo himself guy who was trained by Zach Gibson and his real name is apparently Carlos Zamora and hey don't we know someone named Zamora like Rolando Alejandro Zamora I bet him, El Guapo, and the mayor might be closely related. But now back to the match, and it was amazing to see the moves of El Guapo. He was hard-hitting, and he delivered this beautiful senton splash from the top rope to pin Capitan PWR for the win, man. Let's go on to the main show, and it was the champion himself, Ralph Imabayashi, entering without the music. And then he asks everyone here, why? Why did I betray Rhetoric Mahaba? And he went on to give his reasons and did say that it was lonely at the top. He admitted that he did love Rhetoric Mahaba. He loved and supported him more than any of us did. But to be a champ, they gotta remove all distractions. And sadly, one of the distractions was mainstream Mahaba. He admits that what he did was wrong but he knows that it's not only him who did that. It's not only him who sacrificed something to get where he was. And that's on the top of the PWR mountain. And then he finally revealed his partner for the main event, which was RT 2.0. He teased us and asked, were we expecting a bigger name? He told us that he could beat the Naughty Boys by his own, but according to the rules, he needed a partner. And then he got annoyed because we were chanting nice. And he told us nice came from the 69 jokes. Hey, <laughs> 69. <laughs> nice. He got pissed off and said, we like dumb shit, the crowd. And well, of course, we obliged and chanted, we like dumb shit. Little does he know that we like dumb shit and the power of friendship 
which will be something that will be a factor in his match that night. Now let's go on to the very first match of PWR Live New Year's Resolution that came after the pre-show matches. It was Super Nintendo of the Endgame taking on Vlad Sinsek and it was a very heavy hitting matchup. At first it was Nintendo leaving the ring but you know the hand of justice came swooping in on him outside. During the match, Vlad was on the receiving end of two high-score chokeslams by Nintendo, but he was not taken out by those chokeslams as he got a shoulder up by two. Eventually, Nintendo got pinned after Vlad Sinsek delivered a huge clothesline. He got on the mic and said that it wasn't the first time he met Nintendo in the ring, and finally noted that... There is one person in PWR who's not doing good as of late, and his name is John Sebastian. He ended the speech by saying he's coming for John Sebastian and the PHX belt. Now, let's go on to the next match where we see a former PHX champion, Mike Madrigal taking on the Lightbringer himself, Quattro. And my god, Quattro had a kick-ass entrance video when he started his entrance with a Street Fighter 2-esque character selection screen where he got selected and it showed that it was him versus Mike Madrigal before he hits his usual entrance music. Now, it was a wild, wild match where Quattro and Mike Madrigal were pulling out all the stops. Hell, Quattro even caught Madrigal on the corner and delivered this weird move. I think it was like a reverse sunset flip into a powerbomb thing. I, I can't describe it, but it's in a tweet from PH Wrestling Gifts on Twitter. Okay, I'll put it on the links below. That's basically how it was. Like Quattro on the corner and then doing that sunset flip thingy, driving Mike Madrigal on the mat. And just like the tweet said, this is just a second match, mind you, and it just blew the roof off of the Power Max Center, man. But you know what else happened during that match? Huh? Do you? There was a lot of destino attempts by Quattro, but Mike Madrigal had the ring savvy to block him almost all the time. Heck, even Madrigal tried to GTS Quattro, but Quattro kind of got out of it, and it was where he finally got Mike Madrigal to tap out after he grabbed him, rolled him into a cross arm breaker, made the former PH Excellence champ tap out and get the victory. After the match though, Quattro gets blindsided by Mike Madrigal, gets hit by the GTS and brings out the table. Now Mike Madrigal delivers his unique powerbomb before he drove him through the damn table and Quattro was out. And Mike Madrigal obviously was pissed off and just walked away. Hopefully Quattro recovers just in time for the next show because I can't wait to see him pull off some awesome stunts, make all those amazing matches, you know, for 2019. So get well soon, Quattro. We hope to see you at PWR Live Nice. Now, speaking of nice, there was a tag team tournament, and the first part featured MSG 
Main Max and Sandata versus the Kaka Ebros of Marky and Kendrick versus the returning Punk Dolls with Martivo and Robin. This is the first time we see Robin, the punk rock maiden, back in PWR since last year's show. I mean, for me, it's been a while since I've seen Robin in the ring. I think the last time was during Revo X, but that's just me. So anyone who'd like to tell me the last time she was in the PWR ring, please do tell me at the comment section below or just tweet at me, whatever you want. That's always a pleasure to see her back in the ring and with Martivo because they have an awesome chemistry as a tag team. Speaking of tag teams, I like the fact that it was Kendrick this time who started the speech for the Kaka Ebros until Marky mustered up the courage after getting too many headshots by the Yolo Twins last event to do his speech of I'm the pit malord there is, the pit malord there was, and the pit malord there ever, ever and ever will be. Now it's always an awesome intro that he does for the Kaka Ebros. And speaking of the match, it's fun to see them instigate a dance-off between all three teams. At first, the MSG guys were not going to have it. After all four of them danced, like Marky, Kendrick, Martivo, Robin, they just had to dance too. And man, Main Max pulled off a mean, awesome worm. But before that, I'd like to address the white elephant in the room, and that's Main Max and his nefarious deed before he entered the ring. He, he went to ringside, he went to the crowd area, the crowd section, and got a stuffed otter. He tossed this innocent stuffed otter to the other side of the arena. It did nothing to you, Main Max. Why? Oh, but then again, maybe he speaks otter and he heard this otter heckle him. As of this recording, I heard the otter, aka Otto the Otter, not to be confused with the deceased Otto of the Treonverse. This seems to be another Otto. Man, there's a lot of autos. Which, which reality is this Otto the Otter now, by the way? I need to talk to the mirror about this. But yes, uh, as of this press time, as of this recording, we are going to tell you in good faith that the Otter, this new Otto, is doing just fine. And thank you to our friend Ron for picking him up and tossing it back to our side. He's in good hands now, guys. Thank you for asking. Anyway, yeah, back to the match. Um, yeah, the, after an awesome worm by Main Max, the match had to start and it was MSG assaulting the opponents until it was a 4-2 and, and they got tossed into the outside of the ring. You know, the, the good guys always tossing out the bad guys, the supposed bad guys, by the way. And speaking of the bad guys, I didn't mention this. Before the match started, Mr. C went on the mic and he dropped that bombshell. He always hated it when it gets near when Chinese New Year gets near because he and most of the people in the Chinese community or the Filipino Chinese community always get the joke of Uy, pati koi kanaman, or hey give me some free tea koi uh, and I like me some tea koi especially on Chinese New Year he's sick and tired of those guys asking him tea koi every time Chinese New Year comes near and he asks he tells us hey I don't ask you stuff when Independence Day comes near or Buwan ng Wika or something like that uh, he also goes off on a rant against certain people doing worse stuff compared to him slapping an intern. You know, like those guys who do domestic violence or bully other people. Hey, at least he just slapped an intern in front of the audience. 
So I gotta give props to my former guest and the manager of the MSG group, Mr. C, for dropping that awesome promo before the match. Now let's go back to the match where there was a plenty of action on all three teams and even Robin gave us a it's good to be back kind of thing when she did the Bahala Nasi Batman from the top of the ring and she crashed on the other opponents. I mean, it's like she didn't even lose a beat. It was like she was still back in peak performance and she was. Her and Martivo, who was riding high on a winning streak last year and he extends the winning streak here with Robin after they defeated the two teams by delivering their finishers on both members of the MSG and Robin pinning the legal man Sandata for the 1-2-3. It's fun to note that a couple of minutes ago before that happened, some of us in the audience were asking, wait, who's the legal man? And Sandata looked at our direction and said, I'm a legal man. And the punk dolls advance to the next round and they will face either the naughty boys of Camus and Tutan or the Yolo twins or Bolt and Reveranger. Now let's go on to the next match featuring former two-time PWR champion Chris Panzer taking on former PWR tag team champion Crystal. And Crystal was verbally assaulting Chris Panzer at the start of the match, telling him, you weren't there when I needed you. And Panzer, you know, he fought back as he said, you know, you're not just a queen, but you're also a bitch. Yeah, he said the B word to Crystal. And uh, Crystal was not having it. Crystal was imagining Chris Panzer as Samson as she was punishing his hair. He was grabbing his hair. She was stomping on Panzer's hair. And she even hit his face. We were pleading. We were begging. The crowd was begging Crystal. But at one point, she just snapped. And she yelled, Lahat samuka! To our horror, and she was assaulting Panzer's pretty face inside the ring. Uh, we should also note that this was the match where Poch Estrada made a mistake of 10 minutes instead of 5 minutes, and uh, and sadly the crowd gave him hell for the rest of the night. And oh, come on, guys, give Poch a give Poch a break. Everyone makes mistakes, even a boy Poch. We love you, Poch. But yeah, back to the match. Crystal surprises Panzer with a roll-up pin. And she got the needed win to start off 2019 and defeated a former two-time PWR champion. Now after the match, Mr. C enters the ring and tried to recruit Chris Panzer and apparently it worked because after the match, Panzer shook the hand of Mr. C and it seems like he is part of MSG now. So MSG stands for Max Sandata and Guapo. Which is Panzer, not El Guapo, okay guys? Don't be confused about that. Next match, we have Tadax, or Dax Javiera, the all-out war champion, versus the former all-out war champion, Alexander Belmonte III. And may I tell you that at first I thought Dax was doing the blindfold stunt like Bird Box, but it reminds me of that character, a certain Yora called 9S from Near Automata. Now, these two made a fun fight, lightsaber battle-esque fight by using bats, baseball bats. Uh, at one point, Dax used a uh, Oricon on one of his foot to stomp down on AB3. 
And he whipped out another sling blade party on Alexander Belmonte III. He tried to sling blade AB3 on a piece of plywood, but AB3 got out of the way and he delivered a powerful spear that sent Dax crossing into the plywood and took him out. However, in the end, it was some hard tray shots by Dax Javiera and a Baleta driver on the steel tray on AB3 to get the 1, 2, 3, get the victory and retain Aurora or the AOW belt. Now, after the match, it was interesting to see a certain man who also knows how to sling blade, aka Joey Bax. Yes, it seems like after he sling bladed Dax to next month, it will be Dax versus Bax, maybe at PWR Live Nice for the AOW Championship? I hope so, because it will not only be all-out war, but it will be Sling Blade Wars between Bax and Dax. And that's something I would look forward to either at the February 17th show or the March show, wh wherever it's going to happen. Now, let's go on to see another former champion, this time a former PHX champion, the Ken Warren versus Jan Evander. Jan Evander was at ringside with his two partners, Apocalypse and Super Nintendo. And it seems like they have the numbers advantage today. And it was Jan Evander trying to dissect the arm, focus on Ken Warren's arm and incapacitate him. He even snapped some of Ken Warren's fingers. I heard that. It, I felt it, man. Evander impressed the Revonation after delivering a full Nelson slam on Ken Warren. He dodged a Wi-Fi and Jan Evander rolled him into a submission move. But at one point, it would be Ken Warren sending Jan Evander to the mat after delivering a huge Razor's Edge powerbomb from the corner of the ring sending both Evander and himself down on the mat. At this juncture, Super Nintendo tried to distract the referee while Apocalypse came in to deliver a big boot. He missed, gets hit with a boot to the nuts, gets thrown off the ring, and basically gets sent out with Nintendo by Ken Warren. This gives Jan Evander the opening to deliver something, but he misses his attack giving Ken Warren the opening to connect with the Wi-Fi and get the pinfall victory. After the match, it was the endgame delivering a 3-on-1 assault on the former PHX champion until the lights came out and we saw that usual, I think, luggage that kept getting open in certain episodes of the Carlos show. And finally, it was revealed that inside that luggage was a very familiar jacket and the place became unglued everyone including myself went nuts as we saw on the screen the return of chino ginto the golden boy made his return to ringside and said it was good to be back well not before he took out the end game and sent them packing off the ring and then he said it was good to be back. He was gone for 18 months and he confirmed that, saying that 18 months is a long time, but Chino Ginto 
It's not just going to be part of PWR. He will take over PWR. After his speech, Chino Ginto helped Ken Warren get to his feet and they shook hands. And then he said, oh, by the way, Ken, Happy New Year, and sent him down and delivered a huge boot to the back of Ken Warren's head that sent him crashing to the mat. And I can tell you that I guess the message has been delivered. Chino Ginto is back and Chino Ginto is going to make his mark, make his presence known to the Revo Nation this 2019. And I am happy to see him back. That makes it two out of three network members back in the ring. AB3 has been active the whole year and last year and this year. We got Chino Ginto. And I can't wait to see the return of James Idol Martinez, but sources say that we may see him as early as Revo X, but no sooner than that. But hey, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Just me. I'm always wrong. So I'll be pleasantly surprised to see them back in full force way before Revo X. Heck, maybe Path of Gold, all three of them draw the first three numbers. That'll be amazing to see. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Now let's go on to the next round of the tag team tournament. It's Camus and Tutan versus Bolt and Revo Ranger versus the Yolo Twins. And by the way, props to the Yolo Twins for having a new entrance video and entrance song by Russell and Flo. You can check them out. You can check out the YouTube version of that, by the way. It's on the links below. And I love this new track by the Yolo Twins featuring Russell and Flo's lyrics and his rap. You know, you gotta listen to it. I mean, we got to hear it at ringside, but we couldn't hear it quite much. So yeah, check it out again. <laughs> I will keep saying that until you do. So check it out on the links below, guys. On the links below. And speaking of which, it delivered because I like that part where the referee was directing traffic and the YOLO twins were on separate corners and the other four guys were delivering some attacks on the corner while the referee was a traffic enforcer. It was quite fun to see that. <laughs> it was enjoyable. Uh, I enjoyed that spot when the twins also fell down and the other four competitors did their super sentai poses as they fell down. It's like um, the only thing missing is like the pyrotechnics behind them, like those colored pyros that we see in Super Sentai or Power Rangers, you know, Power Rangers. But it was not just fun in games as we saw some impressive moves, especially the double T moves of the YOLO twins on their opponents. And even this powerful airplane spin by Grab Camus on Bolt. It got me dizzy watching it, and I bet it got both of them dizzy, because yeah, all of that spinning, man. In the end, though, it would be the YOLO twins capitalizing on a Teuton inside a ring who tried his best to attack Johan and Logan, but the two-on-one was more than enough to send Capitan Tutan down with a two-night stand and the YOLO twins will advance to the tag team tournament and they will face a familiar foe in the Punk Dolls. And I'm here to tell you, like, I'm predicting and I'm picking the YOLO twins, the inaugural PWR tag team champions, to win in this tournament and face the future PWR tag team champions, 
when that happens down the line. So congrats to the Twins and congrats to the Punk Dolls. They have advanced. And now let's go on to the PHX title match featuring your wrestling lord and savior, John Sebastian versus JDL. And man, this was like a blood feud. Both of them brawled across ringside. It was... Man, JDL was like a man possessed. He was trying to get the win. Uh, you can feel that JDL wanted to make John Sebastian tap out. He was targeting that arm from the start of the match. Heck, he started to target it so much that Sebastian had to leave the ring, but he got the Senorito kick for his troubles. John Sebastian would fight back and target the back area of Jake DeLeon throughout the match as well. A stinger splash on JDL by John Sebastian, but he misses the second attempt on the corner and JDL delivers a cannonball on that said corner. We got a kill shot by John Sebastian on JDL but it only was a two count and that pissed off the PHX champion. He argued with the referee until JDL spun him around, made him eat a couple of senorito kicks and a, a leap and drop. JDL would try to deliver a second leap and drop, but it missed as John Sebastian got off and John Sebastian low blows JDL. And the referee saw it, so he had to give the match to Jake DeLeon due to disqualification. But due to the disqualification situation, it would be John Sebastian retaining his PHX title belt. After the match, we saw Vlad Sinsek storm ringside and he assaulted John Sebastian and well he's just taking this claim that yep I'm coming right for you paycheck champ. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what's gonna happen when Vlad meets John Sebastian in the future for the PHX belt. Now let's go on to the main event featuring the PWR Tag Team Champions Trian De La Torre and Evan Carlo of the Naughty Boys taking on Ralph Imabayashi and RT 2.0. Now before the match, we get Mainstream Mahaba on the mic introducing RT 2.0 as not RT 2.0, but make himself his own man. He gave us the new name of RT 2.0 and it's Kali Nueva. Now, this new guy, Cali Nueva, came at ringside to a song from She's Only 16 and he had some hipster-esque music video accompanying him. He was wearing a very nice neon-esque jacket. It, well, I know, it looked like neon colors to me. And I like his tights. Uh, those tights were awesome. And who says tassels were out of style in 2019 i think he's bringing it back baby so with him at ringside already it was time for his partner to enter and he has the usual daisuki entrance but it seems apparent that there will be no more intro for ralph imobayashi by mainstream mahaba for this match now the weird part of this match was his entrance theme played again after Ralph was inside the ring, but instead of Daisuki, it became Naisuki, signaling the entrance of the PWR Tag Team Champions Tri and Delatore 
and Evan Carlo of the Naughty Boys. That was a nice twist to the entrance theme, by the way. Now, this new guy, Cali Nueva, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the tag team champions and he proved his mettle as one good wrestler. And I'm telling you guys, uh, this guy is someone you gotta watch out for in 2019 and 2020 because he might be the next big thing that PWR has to offer to the Revo Nation. At one point, the Naughty Boys delivered an awesome dive from the ringside towards the outside with the assist of Jemmerlin who opened the ropes for them. Um, at one point, it was the champion and Kali Nueva in control as Ralph Imabayashi grounded Trian De La Torre inside the ring and focusing on his arm. He tags out to Kali and he instructs him to focus on the arm, but to his disappointment, Kali focused on Trian De La Torre's leg. Uh, maybe he was trying to, you know, disable Tria not only in the arm but also on the legs, so good for him. Kali did control the match versus TDT. He did taunt the Naughty Boys, but he paid for it eventually as he was gonna submit almost to a double submission by the Naughty Boys only for Ralph Imobayashi to come in and deliver a dragon sleeper and lock in both Trian and Evan until Kali himself reached down the ropes to break the chain of submission moves on all four guys. There's this interesting part where Kali Nueva was helped by Ralph Imabayashi to deliver a submission move on TDT by fixing how he placed his foot on TDT's leg area and slapping him down for him to fall to the mat and crank up the submission move on Trian de la Torre. At one point though, Cali Nueva accidentally hit Ralph on the corner and Evan Carlo gets in. He was a house on fire. He took down both his opponents and it was almost done. But eventually Ralph gets in and he fought off Evan Carlo. There's a friendship beats all combo by the tag team champs. But Cali Nueva breaks the pin after the tadpole splash by TDT on Ralph Imabayashi. Again, there is a miscue. This time it was the Naughty Boys and it gave an opening for the PWR champion to deliver a Sonic Crusher on Evan Carlo. Now Evan Carlo being down, Ralph Imabayashi goes to his corner only to see Kali Nueva leaving the corner and walking out on Ralph Imabayashi. Smart move to Kali Nueva by the way. Now we got the walls of Jericho locked in by ECX on Ralph. But he fought out of it and Ralph locks in a crossface. TDT enters and assists Evan Carlo and eventually helps him lock on the Technior to force Ralph Imobayashi to submit. And guys, this is the first time Ralph Imobayashi gets defeated by submission for a, from a long time. Maybe the last time was, what, 2016? I wouldn't know. Um, please do send me a tweet for us to find out if he did tap out to someone in a match like back in 2016 or earlier. But yeah, after the match, the Naughty Boys proved that friendship indeed beats all, including the PWR champion. Now, TDT had the mic and asked Ralph that since it was nice of him to be a double champion, a midget champion, and a tag team champion, it seems like 
it was fair for his partner to be a double champ too and asked Ralph if he would like to face Evan Carlo to a PWR title match. To which the champion said yes. So next month, February 17, 2019 at the Powermax Center, it's PWR Live. Nice! With the main event of Evan Carlo facing the PWR champion Ralph Imbabayashi for the title. All in all, I liked the opening, the very first 2019 show of PWR Live, New Year's Resolution. It was nice to see a couple of returns from Chino Ginto and Robin. Nice to see the in-ring debuts of Gemerlin, Jay Sarah, and uh, Rikros and Kalin Reva, because I have yet to see him in action until that show. Sure, he did fight Capitan Tutan as RT 2.0, but I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I wish I did, but I did not. Yeah, a lot of new things, new faces coming into PWR for 2019, and I can't wait to see them back at Feb 17 for PWR Live. Nice. I hope to see you guys there too. And if you're listening on the day itself today, Feb 2, 2019, some of the PWR stars will be at the One Esplanade in JW Jokno Boulevard in Pasay City. Yeah, there we go. For the Mata Expo, it starts at 10 a.m. Matches are Chris Panzer versus Jake DeLeon, Ken Warren versus Crystal. The Yolo Twins will be in action, and another wrestler, Lapu Lapu, will also be there. So check it out. If you guys are in the area, please do check out the guys from PWR. And that's it. That's my episode for today. Please help us unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel 14. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at CH14. All letters, no numbers. For Jobber Talk, please don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to our Spotify, our iTunes, or just directly download us here at channel14.com. Check out our other shows like Radio Norm, Third World Linux, Third World Gaming, which I hope will have an episode by Feb. Oh, it's Feb right now. Hmm, I wonder when their next episode is. And the occasional Bodega Nights. And that's it for me. Peace. Signing off. And I'll see you guys again in two weeks. Check out this site. Feb 16. Jobber Talk with Martin and an OG PWR wrestler. I'm pretty sure we're gonna kill this bitch.